This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Interparty Conflict and Chai Kai on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Chantelle and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. I'm Krista, and I play Ariel, who's an Asmar Divine Soul Sorcerer. I'm Chris, and I play Rim, a Paladin. And I'm Caitlin, I play Tempest, a Genasi Ranger. You're not going to be a human Paladin. From the water. <laughs> water, Genasi Ranger. <laughs> and I'm Damien. In this episode, I'll be playing Lydia Stonewell. <laughs> Exclusively? For the start. <laughs> Excuse me, did you say Lydia Stonewell? Yes, that's me. Ah, just who I was looking for. I come to you from the college Battle Bards. Battle Bards? Like BattleBards.com? The one and the same. I've been sent to tell you about Battle Bards Prime, a service that would allow you to stream all music from the Bards. As a Prime member, you'll also receive a 20% discount on any purchases you make. If you're interested, you can use the coupon code Irelia, that's E-R-Y-L-I-A, to get 15% off your subscription cost. Huh, perhaps the village could use a bard of its own. I'll keep that code in mind. This episode we'd like to give a shout out to Charisma Plus. So, Cinnamon Toes Ken does a Twitch stream, on t- <laughs> and then he usually posts it to YouTube, which is where I watch it. It goes through the trials and tribulations of the Hayes family. My favorite characters are Scrine Cakefinger and the demon that haunts his twin brother, Zedekiel. It's a really epic story. It's basically an anime in the making. <laughs> it's really cool. It's really funny. And I love it. So, Christmas Plus! Your favorite character is a anime. demon. That would be cool. A, a, a demon finger. that possesses his, his brother. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> Queens of Adventure is... Wait, what? What? That was like just super cold open. Queens of Adventure is a podcast entirely of drag queens. And they're local here to Seattle. And they're amazing. And they're dramatic. And the story is hilarious but you have to have like the right sense of humor for it because they can be really crude as drag queens usually are. But it's fantastic and I love them and they're putting out their first season of shows now. It's great. What's it called again? Queens of Adventure. <laughs> On your podcast uh, catcher. Of your podcast. Look. I think they're I think it's Dungeons and Drag Queens on Twitter and other social medias. This episode is all full of shoutouts because I have to give a shoutout to our Patreon supporters because thanks to them, we have finally saved up enough money through Patreon to buy a second new microphone. And also my beautiful fiance has bought me a third one. So we are now up to three new microphones. Happy Father's Day. Slowly, (laughs) slowly getting to all new microphones for the group. Two more to go. And then Odin can finally finish chewing on this one. (laughs) (laughs) So who uh, remembers last 
session. She killed a bunny. <laughs> Breakfast? That's the only thing that happened. Okay. Yes. We traveled. <laughs> we made it to the Starin. Wait, who is she? Tempest? Audio media. <laughs> okay, so the bunny died. Yeah. Yep. And then you ate him. It was a wonderful I didn't breakfast. Eat him, did I? A lot of people ate him. Kanina stayed up all I don't night driving. Eating him. Driving, yeah. Kanina stayed up all night driving. Then she went to sleep, and you guys murdered a bunny in the meantime for food. Yeah. And we camped in the morning. Yeah. Why is it murder? <laughs> I don't know, Tempest. The- why is it murder? Because someone was upset about it. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin just threw a pen at Chris. I got and he dodged into in it. the face. Harold, Harold, a crit one at dodging. <laughs> Nina had a bad dream. Can I have my pen back? No. Yeah, Nina had a terrible dream. <laughs> no one cares, though. I didn't write Nina's dream because Ariel doesn't know about it, and this is supposed to be like Ariel's notes, so. Got overshadowed. Yeah, in the face there were of the dreams. <laughs> uh, Kanina wasn't the only one who had a bad dream. <laughs> nope. She was just the one who was a little bit more obvious about it. Rima always has bad dreams. Kanina would have, but <laughs> she doesn't always sleep. And then at the end of the session, what happened? We got into Starin. And we met Lydia. And Caitlin fell asleep. There's a stalking the dwarf couch. woman. <laughs> <laughs> Stocky. Stalking. I, I mean, maybe you guys don't know she's her just, She's creeping up slowly behind people. Stalking. <laughs> that's how I spelled it. That's how I spelled Stalking. it. Stalking. A-L. So probably for the best way to integrate the story in, we'll probably start with the cart arriving, coming into the main gates of the town, even though we technically already got through that part. And basically the cart comes in they, they saw you guys coming from miles away you guys are on the plains so meeting you once you enter the village proper is this short stocky dwarf woman with uh, auburn hair she's fairly young as a as a dwarf like translating her into human years probably mid to late 20s and she introduces herself to you guys hello the name's Lydia Stonewall. What brings you guys to my village? We're headed to Sterngeld. Ah, so you want to go up the mountain? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she, you see her kind of eye the side of the cart. Looks like you guys have been through a lot. Uh, we uh, ran into some gnolls on the way. Yeah, you guys have a real problem with that. Those nasty buggers. Oh, so you guys, uh... You guys had to deal with that a little bit, huh? Yeah, left a few corpses. Ah. Well, why don't we get your cart put away, and we can go talk about it while we wait for the lift to come down for you. Do you have a detailing fee? Oh, we'll talk about it. And, like, she she turns in. You you guys can see from the main entrance, because there is a map of this village that will be available in the show notes for this episode. You guys can see the stable. It's that building in the top left corner. It has a couple spots for carts to be pulled into. So she directs you and the one on the left that's open. Go ahead and uh, just bring the horses over there. And uh, just go bring the horses over there and let them know that you're going to be heading up into the mountain. Uh, They'll take care of everything from there. And she... 
walks off. You see her walk south down the main road of the village. Who's driving again? I was. Is it is it Rem still? Okay. Not. I think we were Tempest. up at the front. Yeah, yeah. Tempest and Nina I were in the still... back because we ate the rabbit stew for breakfast yeah. or something like that. That explains rabbit. why I didn't have any rabbit. <laughs> Roast rabbit. Next time I'm going to get some seahorse. I'm going rabbit hunting. <laughs> why is it murder, Tempest? I have another pen. <laughs> I've been resupplied. <laughs> Bunnies are the creatures of peacefulness of, of the, the woods. And what are seahorses to the cow, ocean? Right? <laughs> I felt bad about the seahorses. And you still have seahorse jerky. So Rum's driving the cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll lead it into the town and, you know, into the, the southernmost stall of the, the stables. Go about unhitching the horses. Yeah. Um, Kanina will, once we kind of roll to a stop, she'll get, get out and start helping unsaddle the horses and making sure everything's getting squared away. All right. So Rem and Kanina, go ahead and roll perception checks. 20. Adjusted. 18. 18 and 20. You guys both, like, you, you hear from the direction of the main building a door close and a... Older woman walks out, probably in her mid-40s, human, and she walks over towards your guys' cart, and you, like, see a growing, stern look on her face. Walks around to the the front where you guys are. Ah, what do we have here? A cart. Hi there. Yes, one of our carts that looks... Uh, we bought like, this cart. Really? You've, you've bought this cart? Yep. When we left the city, they sold it to us with express commands that we could sell it back to them when we were done. You see this here, and she points at a crest on the side of the cart. That means that you are renting this cart from us. Part of your agreement is that we buy it back from you in good condition, was it not? Well, yeah. we uh, we uh, were attacked on the way, so we did our best to at least secure the cart and the horses. We almost didn't escape with our lives, so we, we did our best. From the way the deal was made, it seemed like if we didn't give it back, it didn't matter because yeah. we paid the full we price. We paid the full price. It just means that we wouldn't... It's like a security deposit. And she, like, is... Like, as you guys are making your excuses, she's kind of climbed up and is inspecting some of the damage and she steps onto one of the footboards that would be to climb in and gets a glimpse at the top of the cart attacked by what exactly that has scorched the entire top of this cart yes you cover the cost to replace it but we still we have to pay and wait the time to get a new cart made we were shot that with arrows that were on business. fire. I am not talking to you. He is the one that has made it Tell clear we that he is in charge of this operation. Got it. Fire. Oh, well, he, he's not totally in charge. I, I I have a hand in this as well. And I, I will admit... Really? You also have a hand in this. And she sees the horses at the front. And these horses looks like they have been driven nearly to death. Oh, they got a good rest this morning. This morning, I'm going to have to have them out of commission for at least a week at this point. Who said we were going to give them back? We paid full price for them as well. Yeah, yeah Princess Until we decide to, me, to give ma'am. them back this cart, we own it. 
And if you'd like to argue that, I will take it up with you at the court of law back at the main town because that was the contract we signed. Good Until luck you... arguing your case there. You had an agreement with the company. Yes, the agreement was we paid you this price and we were in charge and owned the cart until we sold it back to and you. And it would be given to us in good condition. If we choose to sell it back and to she you. just storms off. <laughs> see ya! <laughs> and, and like... You just see her as she's walking away, fists balled up, shaking her head. Tempest is just like, they they need better lawyers. Nina will kind of call after her, sorry, we didn't mean to. (laughs) Who was that bitch? This is why I stayed in the monastery, seriously. Right? Yeah. Why did I ever get off the boat? Because you wanted adventure. Yeah, Tempest's time off the boat has not gone in her favor yet. No, it has not. She's getting the adventure she wanted. Maybe not the one she wanted, but she miraculously getting learned a bunch of magic overnight, though. <laughs> I understand. I can do more than tie yeah, knots. All the spells that weren't added to the character. <laughs> so that's what this spell means. I never understood it till now. <laughs> I never hunters marked a fish. So what does the party do after she walks away then? Um, Kinina wants to go find a place she can send a message back to the guild, if possible. So. Rim will work with any of the grooms that uh, happen to be nearby to make sure the horses get, you know, put away, and then he's gonna gather his, you know, his sack and everything out of the back. Okay. What is the emblem on the side made of? Like, is it a sticker? Is it a sticker? Painted? <laughs> it's not vinyl. <laughs> is it? A wooden crest that's been like attached in some way. It would be engraved and like painted in. Engraved and painted. Okay. Yeah, like it's been it's carved into the side of the cart. That is not embossed. That that would be a fill, <laughs> and a color it, fill. <laughs> so well, it's it not would be filled with color, but it's painted in. That's it's called a color fill. Okay. <laughs> and I've worked an at F. an engraving shop. <laughs> it's a brand. No. Yes. Yes, Ariel. Uh, Ariel, what, is there a fruit stand nearby? <laughs> <laughs> what? What a random question. That <laughs> something. Is there a fruit stand or? There is not. You did not see any sort of like orchards or fruit farms. Like somebody selling nearby fruits and vegetables. <laughs> it's not an ESO market. <laughs> but Where could she get some apples? <laughs> and here's the woodworker. <laughs> And here's the there is a woodworker. There is a blacksmith. <laughs> and here's the text. Okay, where does it is in the ESO market? <laughs> There's somewhere for us to eat. Where do they get their food? They probably import some of it from Port Norsal and from the surrounding farmlands, but there is not currently a farmer's market set up in where the Where do the people the that, that live there get their food? They probably don't get apples, is what he's saying. In well, it's more that it's mic? a small village. So they probably that hunt for meat and have like bread. Well, there's also surrounding farmland that they probably like that they would have people travel into as like a traveling market. People from the surrounding farmlands would bring goods to trade or sell. And it's not people market that day. Want some- I guess not. <laughs> it's not market day, right? No. Okay, poor princess. <laughs> I just wanted to feed him it. some apples. You could have bought some while you were in the city. Rim's gonna I didn't think about it until now. She didn't think she'd fall in love with the horse. Yeah. Yes, she did. She knew that the moment she named it princess. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think about 
feeding you it some feed apples. You can feed him some alfalfa sprouts. You could uh, feed him some seahorse jerky. Yeah. I don't have any. Strong it's not swimmer. in my note. So, uh... I could take a good berry. Two, like, teenaged boys come around from the main building of the travel company. And they, like, they start taking over and helping to unhitch the horses. Um, they, like, lead the horses around into the main barn stable. And they just kind of leave your your cart they don't make small talk unless you guys try ariel's watching like every moment whatever is happening with princess <laughs> it's being taken to a stable yeah she's watching is there anywhere i could find some paint you people in your random requests okay <laughs> not here <laughs> okay but yeah kenina um is gonna you guys you have a map of the village there's not a lot of houses <laughs> There's not a lot of buildings for, like, services here. Was there an official-looking place where one could send a message out to a main city? Well, you you see the two big buildings that are within the village, the one right behind you, Mm -hmm. that you see a sign above the double doors that just says lift rest on it, and the other large building towards the, the, like, further south in town on the side that the stables are on. That is a large stone building with a, like, waist-high stone wall around a outside courtyard. Yes, Tempest? Is the side of the cart varnished? <laughs> no. So it's natural wood, except for where it's been engraved and color-filled? Yes. With my ability to create water, could I effectively pressure wash the paint out of the engraving? Well, here's the problem that I have with what you say. You said pressure wash. Now, you could, yes. over time, could I... try and, like, scrub the paint out of no, the cracks. but I have the ability to, like, create 30 gallons of water or something insane like that. I don't have... I've gone unplugged, and now I have no resources. <laughs> but you don't, I don't have think the ability you can to make it in a water stream. What is it? Well, that's what I'm asking. Could I create it in a small amount, but at a high velocity? And <laughs> I'm trying to like remove the mark of the travel company because we've decided we're not selling it back to them. <laughs> you could use a saw. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a hole out what's, of the What's wall. interesting is I've, like... I like her idea. Tempest, why don't you go ahead and roll a perception check as you're kind of thinking of how you I'm about can... ready to just take out my... my What do I have? <laughs> my short sword and start scraping off the well, paint. As, as do you want like... Kanina to just burn it away? That could work. <laughs> actually, actually, possibly. <laughs> just scorch it off. But as you're, like, thinking of ways that you Mantle can handle flame, this mark. Just... Well, I, I, I have, I can ignite, so I can probably just do, like, a quick. Just your hand. Oh. Yeah. Perception? Yes. Ten. Can I use my passive? No. But that's so much higher. That's why I don't like passive, because it means you can't fail things. I can't remember. Did we find out the name of the people we were renting from? Did they have, like, an official no. name? Okay. It's the travel company. Yeah, the travel company. Just is the travel company. All you've okay. really gotten out of it. ETI. 
Aurelian travel industry. <laughs> ETC? I don't know why they would call it Aurelian, because that's just the whole world. <laughs> that, that would be like Earth travel services. <laughs> <laughs> They're all inclusive. What, what's the... Saval. Saval. Saval is the name of the continent. So Kenin is going to be like, um, I'd like to see if we can send a message out to the guild. Um... I'm going to try to go to that one big building we saw back there and see if maybe I can send out a message. That one? Yes. Okay, that one. Yes. So, Kanina's going to go on over. Yeah, you guys can come if you want, but... <laughs> Rim's going to look for Lydia. I'm hanging out with Princess. Kanina is going to turn and head towards Lift Rest. Mm -hmm. Wait, so the, big, what is the big building is called Lift Rest? The building across from the tavern is Lift Rest. Okay. No. Or across from the stables is lift rest. Well, the little one or the big one? The big one. So are the stables here owned by the travel company? Yes. That'll be resolved eventually. But first, I want to know who is going to lift rest with Kanina? No one. No takers. Okay, just Well, I, I was going to do, see the princess, I, so Nina would have to come ask her. I will go. I just announced to the whole party that I'm going to go. I'm pretty sure I was still with uh, Princess because like I room. announced that I was following around with Tempest. Will go with Nina. People took the horses. I know, and I was following. She's being that creepy. I lady. said that. I said I was following. To As see you her. try and follow them into the stables, they turn around and tell you to leave. She's still probably going to stand there and watch. <laughs> the doors close. Nina's making her way to lift rest. <laughs> Who is going with you? Tempest. Mm -hmm. Just Tempest. Yes. I'm looking for Lydia. So I'm basically going to the last place we saw Lydia. Yeah, Nina's keeping her eye out for Lydia like on the way, but she's pretty much going to the big building. Okay. Kenina walks over to lift rest, and you walk inside. The main building has a couple benches along the wall with some round tables kind of tucked towards the center. There are double doors towards the back of the building well towards the south of the building and a fireplace that is currently unlit in the western side of the main main room there is a small bar area that is kind of in the back um southern corner and there would be someone standing behind the bar um middle-aged dwarven man all right i'm gonna go over to him i'll just be like hi there Hi, uh, you're new around here. Yeah, we just came in. Uh, we just <laughs> we got a little bit attacked on the way here by some gnolls. You guys didn't have a problem with that in the area, I've heard. <laughs> oh, we do? Uh, we, we we ran past a... Uh, no, no, I I know. I'm just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, sarcasm. <laughs> ah. Did, did you guys ever do anything about those guys? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a thing that you can talk to Lydia about, uh, specifically regarding the gnolls. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you've already talked to her, she probably plans on on filling you in on some of the details since uh, I'm assuming since she met you that she saw the damage done to the cart. Hmm. Yeah. We kind of, uh, she introduced herself on the way in and we started getting saddled up and I wanted to check to see if where the best place to send a message out to my guild would be. We're part of the Adventurer's Guild, you see, so I wanted to... Oh, the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, where's your, your guild home? Riven. Riven. Oh, that's that's gonna take a little while for a letter to get there, but uh, we can we can arrange that. 
Uh, if you'd like, then we can get it all taken care of here, and I can make sure it goes out through the the next shipment. Sure, that would be wonderful. So, and I'll be willing to pay for any writing implements <laughs> if I need to. So. Oh, you don't have writing implements in your pack? Do I? I don't think so. You, you probably do. You probably sure, all, okay, yes. You probably <laughs> all have some form of writing implement. Let's go with that. Yeah, so, okay. Um, so, Nina, I'm guessing she probably bought, brought her small pack or something with her when they're unloading the cards, so she'll whip that out and write out a letter. Um, basically, it's essentially addressing the fact that Miri and Evander had a village in southern Olsir um, that's kind of on the way to Miavet that had abandoned issue that she would like people to go over and help rebuild the village and help out with that problem as soon as possible. And also she'd like to address the fact that uh, we damaged a cart for the traveling company <laughs> in the village of Staren that they'll need compensation for. So, and she'll get that we all- already paid for it. Are you reading the letter over her shoulder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How do you spell that word? <laughs> yes, but uh, we did kind of rent it technically too. We paid for it, but we were supposed to return it in the end. So I feel kind of bad. And plus, th th it wouldn't have gotten so damaged if it wasn't for me. So I feel like I'm, I'm definitely need to pay them back somehow. I don't think we owe them jack shit. Uh, that might just be the sailor in you talking, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna send this letter off now. So Nino fold it up and get it all, you know, addressed to the proper people. She'll probably address it to who who, who, would, who would yeah probably Beery, but <laughs> yeah, I mean Beery is the one that you're like the most connected. Right. Like. But I wasn't sure if there'd be someone that I address address specifically for like travel issues or something. <laughs> or I don't think you've been there long enough to, to know. really know like like a department. Okay. Like if one um, even exists, let alone who to send it to. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'd, I'd address it to Miss Beery then, because she'd be pretty much my guild leader, so... Send it to the HR department. <laughs> no, dot. We have problems. <laughs> address these problems to these people, yeah. But yeah, so she'd get it all packed up and sealed, making sure everything, look it over one more time, pack it up, address it to Miss Beery, and hand it over. Yeah. Okay, um... Let's see, so it's got to go to Port Norsal, and then it's got to get on a boat. It's going to take uh, seven silver. Okay. And, yeah, Nina will hand that over. <laughs> All right. And he, uh, like, a as you guys are getting this done, he pulls out a, like, scroll of paper. It's got a, a long list of things on it. And he writes down, letter to Riven Guild 7 SP. And he draws a line. I need you to sign for it right here just to, to prove that this exchange happened. Sure thing. And, you know, sign off. All right. Big, scrawly font. <laughs> Probably unnecessarily getting, big. Getting your copy of the receipt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Well, it's not even a copy for her. It's just like so that if if anything ever came up, he'd be like, no, she signed for it. It's right but here. See, it's... We're traveling for business. We need to gather all of our receipts so we can turn them in at the end of the adventure so we can get reimbursed. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be in Kanina's character, but she could ask for some form of proof. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't be something that he would just give up on his own. Mm -hmm. Well, she'll be like, well, uh, depending on how long we're going to be here, is there a way so I can get a like piece of confirmation that uh, my letter got sent out and delivered? Yeah, if you'd uh, like to... If you'd like me to, and I can write a note here that I need to get confirmation once it goes on the caravan mm -hmm. and then when you guys come back down I'll make sure that you, you come by here and assuming it's already been sent out I will 
hand it to you to confirm that it has been sent. Sure, yeah, that'd be great. All right, and you see him write down a little note, just get confirmation. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, I think that takes care of the business here. Uh, thank you very much for your help. And he rolls the scroll all the way back up. Ariel, what are you doing? I'm standing outside the stables because everybody's gone and I was around the stables when everything happened. So I didn't hear Nina and he took off. So I'm at the last place I was waiting to see people. As far as I know, I'm standing in the middle, like right here. I thought you said you started walking away towards... I'm looking for Lydia and we saw her somewhere between here and here. We watched her walk south. Is Did what we? he said. Yeah, you oh, walk, okay. she walked south was the last place that you well, saw I said her. I walked to the last place we talked to her, so wherever that was. Well, the last place you talked to her would have been, yeah, right in the middle right there. Here. All right, well then... But you're going to stand there and just wait. Out I'm just okay, around. well, if that's the case, then Ariel, after getting the stable shut on her, would probably go over to Rem and pout that she didn't get to say goodbye to Princess. It's a boy horse. So, what's wrong with naming a boy horse Princess? <sighs> Nothing. So did you see that Lydia lady? Uh, nope. Roman Ariel, go ahead and roll perception checks. 15. 20, plus whatever my perception is. <laughs> did you roll a crit 20? I did, with my <laughs> most amazing heavy, uh, heavy metal. metal dice. Yep. Heavy metal dice. My heavy so metal crit. dice. Great roll. <laughs> <laughs> So, perceptions... Okay. T- oh, What's your wisdom? Plus two. Uh, what? Per- my perception is plus two. Yeah. Your wisdom so, plus it'd be 22. Two. Okay. So, Rem and Ariel, you guys hear a, a door close kind of off behind you to the right. And you hear, like, y- you guys just kind of pick up on this on a little bit of sound of rustling papers. Like, just through a doorway? Like, coming... Coming out in your guys' direction. Okay. I'll turn, look for the source of said noise. Same uh, mid-40s woman. Oh, lovely. Uh, The two of you, we have to finish business. Uh, What business would that be? Come on. Why does it matter if I go? You didn't want to talk to me anyway. Okay, fine. You can stay right here and leave it all on him. Come on. No, 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 no. That's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Just well, you didn't want me. Oh, okay, fine, fine. I'll come. I can't leave him to make those decisions. No, I can't. At this point, would Kanina be leaving the the inn on time to see them? I doubt it. Nope. You're still, you're still technically while. talking. So he'll turn and follow. You're blissfully ignorant, writing your letter over there. Giant yeah, because you had to take the time to write everything out. Well, too. yeah. So you'd probably be in there for a couple minutes. Oh, I wasn't sure how long he'd be waiting out there, too. <laughs> so he'll follow her. And she brings you back into the main entrance of this this branch of the travel company. Mm-hmm. So, the cart is a wreck. It's drivable. I got it the here. The horses are not in good condition. They'll be They're fine living. in a day. You guys seem to be sticking to the fact that you have purchased the cart and do not intend to return it. No, I'm just saying that until we return it, we own the cart. That was the way in which you sold this whole deal to us. Yes. We paid you for the rent. are you confirming that you are not selling back the cart? Not at the moment. We might need it to get back to town. We were intending to make this a round trip. That's why we spoke with the man at this uh, port town, not you. All right. Regardless, 
if that is the case. She like takes a handful of the papers that she had with her and sets them to the side. I still need you to sign off on these. They describe the damages that have been done to the cart and the condition that the horses arrived to this village in. And I just need you to sign off and confirm on this copy for you and this copy for me. You will take this with you. And when you do decide to try and return the cart, you will give this along with the return. So Rim's going to sit down for a minute and actually start reading this. And it just outlines, like, you know, many uh, digs into the, the wood finish. Uh, arrows still lodged within the cart, entire top of cart scorched, hole burned through cart. Horses look like they had been ridden too hard for too long without enough rest in between. Yeah. She's being honest with all of the information that is written down, but for her on a legal aspect, it is just getting confirmation that That's what it this like. is the condition that it came in. Well, Rim's going to sit down for a little while, and as like he's looking at these, he's actually going to pick up her pen or her quill and write null arrows and like null claw marks. Anytime it looks like something that was null damage, he'll write null above it. Just, you know, he's being honest as well where the damage came from. Just so, and then he'll look at Oh, null, not null, no, but null. Null. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, wait, void. are you planning on just telling <laughs> no. her that you're nullifying? Null and void. Lydia? Because like, she's like, that's not how this, this isn't this Lydia. Isn't Lydia. Oh, who's this? This is just some traveling. Was it Lydia that yelled at us? It's no. the no. old bitch. No, uh, this Lydia is like a traveling, up. traveling. Uh, ma'am, what's your name? My name is Malin. Malin. Okay, I just have a question. Like, how often do other carts come through here in perfect condition without null attacks? Well, without null attacks, almost all carts that have been rented from the travel company have arrived here in near pristine condition. All right, and how many carts have come here after a null attack in near perfect condition? Not many. Oh, I see. Okay. We don't have frequent null attacks, though. It but you're, so you're asking us to bring a pristine... Uh, Rem, I didn't get to finish my question. That was oh, just sorry. part of it. Okay, so... Well, actually, more of a statement. Um, when we originally bought this cart and these horses it was under like the way that i viewed it and the way that they said it to me was that we were purchasing them and we would get part of our money back if we were to return them because of the adventure that we were going to be going or the traveling that we were going to be doing could be possibly dangerous and also because you know we could have act you know killed the horses on accident if we weren't used to horses or something like that you know so that is why we were to pay full price of the cart and the horses and upon returning them we would get money back so if we don't return them we we lose all of the the full cost of them so in my opinion the horses and the cart therefore belong to us and we did not sign any contract stating that we were returning them anyways nor a contract stating anything you're saying well and to put my point in you're saying that to get any money back and I understand that there's a, a security deposit for making sure that the cart and horses are well kept but 
without your company managing to keep some sort of security on the route between here and the port town, you cannot guarantee these carts will not come under attack. If you cannot guarantee them, then your company is taking on the, the risk of these carts either coming in damaged or not returning at all if the gnolls had actually managed to capture and kill and pillage said cart. I understand where the two of you are coming from. That is the reason that we are not trying to charge you any additional fees for the damage done to the cart. There would be no or charge even if we did. We own said cart till we return it. At that point, it would be negotiated how much we would be returned in our funds. Hence, deposit. You, I mean, this is one of our carts. You did originally rent it in your previous city, did you not? For full For cost. For full cart and horse price. Yes, and we that, basically cost is, that cost is given to you under the agreement that the cart is then returned to another location for partial reimbursement. The reason for charging you a full price in the first place is because, as you said, we cannot guarantee the condition or inevitable return of the cart and the animals so we need to make sure that everything is covered beforehand. That does not change the fact that it is a logistical hassle for us to have an adventuring party do irreparable damage to our goods that are part of maintaining this business. You can see the position that it puts me in for me to now have to fill out the paperwork and have another cart commissioned as well as more horses purchased. Well, the horses, as you have stated yourself, given a few days, will recover. So you don't really need to purchase new horses, you just need to give these a few days rest. Assuming that you plan on eventually returning them, which, from the tone that I have gotten from you guys, I am not actually sure you have any intention of returning Well, with the, the way you came at us originally, it sounded like you were expecting us to give you the cart immediately. And as I stated before, we were looking to take this cart back as well so until we have returned it to our final destination as was agreed upon with the original we own the cart and horses yes and i could see the damage that had already been done to the vehicle and to the animals mm -hmm. and like i guess it's probably not going to have fixed itself miraculously by the time you've decided to sell the cart back well the animals so, could be easily like i don't I know said, we're given pretty a magical days, given a few days rest the animals will be fine so they will actually probably be returned to you whatever we decide to Assuming return Assuming you haven't ran them ragged by the time well, you return. Our, unless we run into knolls on all of the roads which your travel company seems to run their carts on, I would imagine this is a fairly well-traveled route and has no security on it. If you wish more carts to come through in perfect condition, maybe you should pay for some mercenary bands to travel your roads That's occasionally a good idea, Rem. and remove said gnolls or goblins. Are you saying that you guys are for hire because I could direct you to someone back in Port Norsal that you could talk to? Oh, if you have some need for this, I can. And he's going to pull out his Adventurer's Guild badge. Direct you to this delightful Adventurer's Guild that would be more than happy to supply you with a limitless number of mercenaries. I could get you in contact. You could use my name and they would probably gladly set up an entire contract with you for mercenaries for hire, traveling groups, drivers... Even bards to entertain said guests if they if if you wanted to make it a like a party wagon going between the two places. So first of all, before we continue, <laughs> has Rem signed the documents? That no, he know? hasn't signed anything yet. Nope. 
He's written, like, null attack, basically. Like, he's written on the contract to state that these damages were caused due to an outside event. It wasn't like he sat there using his own <laughs> wagon as target practice. Okay. One specific line that I am curious about. What has Rem written in regards to the fire damage? The scorched top? Yes. Uh, he hasn't written anything yet, but he has written, like, null arrows and attack. So he's just trying to, in his own head, figure out if he wants to say, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, sorceress no. on top, or Chief if he's Link written, attack. or if he's no gonna write flaming it. arrows defense. Yeah, like he hasn't written anything yet because he kind of stopped halfway down as as uh, I interrupted. Ariel was asking <laughs> questions. At this point, where are we at? <laughs> Tempest, Kanina. This bureaucracy's putting me Just to sleep. Let's go ahead and and do a brief pivot. Kanina and Tempest. What? Well, Tempest specifically. Kanina kind of handled her business. Was there anything that you were planning on doing along with her? No, I just figured I should leave the stables before I get grumpy. Okay. So what would the two I, of I, you... I need Nina's hands to, to burn off the... <laughs> 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 you offered. <laughs> what would the two of you like burns. to do now that the letter business has been pretty much all sorted until a future... Well, Kanina, now that she knows she'll be getting confirmation and that she's taking care of, you know, what she feels responsible for, she'll be heading back outside to the stables where we last saw Rem and Ariel, and she'll kind of look around. Yeah. To see. Uh, so, okay. probably if the doors drink, open, she'll probably but... hear us talking. K- Kanina and Tempest walk out of lift rest. I was gonna say we get a drink. Oh. I mean, <laughs> well, okay. you can. Kanina walks out of lift rest. Well, she won't leave without Tempest. So if Tempest stop is stopping to get a drink from the. Well, I went, since we're here, you know, it's been a long journey. Should we stop, stop and grab a drink? Well, I don't think. I think we can get one to go, but I think we should head back because we. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. To go. <laughs> yes. No, that's not Red something I can cup. do for you guys. Oh. <laughs> In Louisiana, they have drive through margarita stands. They have them in Vegas, too. Now, depending on uh, the type of people you are, I could hook you up with an ale and you could down it real quickly, but I can't <laughs> I can't allow you to leave the building with it. Yeah, um, Tempest, I think we should come back here after we finish unpacking. I don't think we're quite done. I'll take one. So. Yeah. All right, that'll be, uh, uh that'll be two silver pieces. Oh, you're going to make me do math. You don't have silver already? Well, no, she's got to break a gold. So basically, like, Kanina mm-hmm. starts to leave. Tempest is like, wait, 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 I want to get a drink first. Let's get one to go. The bartender says, I can't let you take it. So he just goes, okay. It's a two silver pieces. And she <laughs> Yard opens, of beer. Just opens her throat. If she can control the water, tongue, can she control the ale? <laughs> it's like floated on her hand as she walks out. <laughs> she technically wouldn't be taking the... <laughs> no, that's okay. So yes, yeah, she can control the water within the beer. So she just evaporates she, it all. <laughs> she walks away and like yeast and all the stuff that makes up beer just pounds it really quick. Go ahead and uh, roll a constitution saving throw. For one beer? That she slammed. It's like Nina, shotgunning a beer. Nina's just going to kind of speculate. Yeah, the last time I downed a drink that quick, it didn't end well. So I, <laughs> I lost time. <laughs> Con save? Yeah, I'm not making it hard for you. <laughs> oh, no, God. It's the save. Saves are different from the store. Uh-huh. Remember, you have inspiration. Five. Five? What? Okay. She's land sick. My constitution's plus six. Saving what? throw? Yeah. 
I think sorcerers get constitution as one of their proficient saves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yep. have a plus one. And charisma. Plus four. <laughs> so yeah, Tempest downs this this mug, slams on the table. Big just burp. <laughs> that we hear from across the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> and do Tempest do Tempest and Kanina leave the inn mm-hmm. bar tavern? Yeah. Yes, um, yeah, we're pretty much heading on our way All out. Right. So you guys get outside. Mm-hmm. The cart looks like it's been put away. The horses are gone, and your party isn't there. Hmm. Go ahead and roll perception. Both of us? Natural yes, both tweet. of you. It doesn't look like a I blame you! <laughs> no! I said natural 20, not one. Because you said twenty, then the decided to roll away. <laughs> so whatever I say ends up on the bottom. Yes, <laughs> the opposite of what you say. So I should be saying natural one. Yes. <laughs> Did Tempest natural roll well? Twelve. <laughs> natural twelve. It's all reliant on Tempest. Ten. <laughs> yeah. Nina's thinking about that unlit fireplace and how much she wants to light it. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, I really should go back and try to light it, but they Why might get angry, fire? but I want to light it. Why wasn't there fire? It's called a fireplace. <laughs> oh, no. That's there should be fire, fire in that place. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's for. Anyways. Kino, yeah. what'd you get? Three. And Tempest? 21. All right, then. <laughs> that gosh darn fire. I should have lit it. <laughs> Tempest, you see walking up north from the south, you see uh, Lydia walking in your guys' direction. We wanted to find her, right? Huh? Who? What? Right. Lydia! Lydia! Hey! Oh! Hey! Oh. Hi, Miss Lydia! Hey! And we'll, we'll walk over. She, she yeah. perks up. She sees you guys looking like at her, waving, and she picks up the pace a little bit to meet you guys halfway. You guys would probably end up meeting like parallel to the top edge of that wall. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, hey, have you seen the rest of our party? I'm not sure where uh, Rem and Ariel went. Funny, I was just gonna ask you where the rest of them went. Hmm, um, maybe they're still in the stables. We'll take a look. That's where I last saw them. So, go over. What if they brought had go, him arrested? Uh, I don't think we would have arrested them yet, did they? Would they have done she something She didn't like before? us very much. Wait, what? Oh, oh what? the... <laughs> wait, who? The old lady oh, in the, the stables. The, the woman from the um, travel company. I don't oh, think... Yeah. Is Malon causing trouble again? Oh, well, she wasn't very happy with the condition of the cart and the horses. I, it's I not felt... her fucking cart. <laughs> we paid for it. But we did technically rent it from their company that we were supposed to eventually return. Um, I did actually arrange for compensation from the Adventurers Guild. I was going <laughs> to go report that to her, but if uh, I don't know where she is at the moment either. So. Oh, well, that's her office. Why don't we go uh, take a look, see if your friends are there. And about the damage and stuff. We'll talk about it later. Tempest is rolling her eyes. Go sit for some drinks. Mm -hmm. She, like, kind of walks between the two of you and leads directly to the door to the travel company. Mm -hmm. You hear Rim's voice rumbling from the other side. Bureaucracy, 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 bureaucracy. No attack. Legal jargon. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You old bitch. 
<laughs> so but basically, also you're gonna say like rim at the very bottom is writing like you know big asterisks and like damages incurred during uh, defense of a null attack. Security not provided by company. And then he'll spin it around so she can read it again before he signs it. So you say that the adventuring guild may be willing to send people to help with aiding in the protection of our travelers. Yes, I'm sure if you talked and spoke with them, they, they would set up some sort of contracted agreement to provide uh, able-bodied men and women that could do such a thing. That's what they do. And are you planning to return to the guild soon? Uh, well, we have some business here, but the guild is uh, always a place that we can return to or at least send a message to. They do know us. Okay, and your name is... She pulls out a fresh piece of parchment. She starts scrolling out a note very fast. Norum's going to be, like, watching to read it. Make sure that she's not writing him into any kind of legal agreement. She's writing and eventually just said... Like, you're seeing um, words along the lines of Guild in Riven... Seek them for protection. So just basically help with no. travelers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he'll be like, yeah, you'll want to talk to the council. No, no. This this is um, I'm going to send this to Port Norsal. Yes. Yeah, I so need your name, so that when you stop at the travel company there, they can get you in contact with our main employer. So that you can work out some sort of arrangement. Oh, well, I, I was, as I was going to say, I would not be negotiating this deal for you. I'm simply stating that I could get you a name, mine, to allow you to contact them so they would know how you heard of them. Unfortunately, I do not have the power to make that sort of call. The most that I can do is give a recommendation mm-hmm. for my employer to talk with your guild. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to write this note out for you. I will leave your name with it so that as you reach the travel company, they can get you in contact with our proper representatives so that they can send you with something to bring to your guild. All right. And your name is? Rem Kilpatrick. You see, um, like... No, E-M. <laughs> and you see her write down, like... Rem Kilpatrick will return to this travel location. Please get him in contact. Okay, just a note. Mm-hmm. And then he's still gonna like he's turned around the contract that she's had him sign so she can reread everything he's pinned in. Like, Is this what better what, for you? what did you write for the fire at this point? It has then? an asterisk next to it, so the asterisk leads to the bottom where it says all damages incurred during defense of Noel attack. And, like, she's she's going now, like, uh, arrows, null, and, and she gets to the lines about the fire damage and sees that you didn't just write, like, null next to it. You just have an asterisk, and she gets to the bottom and goes, would you mind, ex-? and you guys have, like, walked in kind of at this point. And she's like, and would you mind explaining how it is that you had to light the top of the cart on fire to defend yourselves from this null attack. Well, the cart was never on N- fire. Nina, at this point, will kind of knock on like the, the door frame or something like that as we're walking in and just be like, uh, sorry for the intrusion. Uh, I overheard the fire damages part. Yes, uh, that was indeed in defense of the cart, but that was allegedly my fault. 
I, I do take full responsibility for that. And, and to be honest, the cart itself was never on fire. Um, our sorceress, however, was on fire. It may have transferred some heat damage. Malin, are you creating trouble for these newcomers to the village? And she kind of, she, she stands up a little straighter and looks down at Lydia and like... What race is Malin? Malin is a human. Okay. I am merely doing my job, Lydia. Um, I am handling paperwork and making sure that everything that had occurred is accounted for so that it can go on record. Uh, yes, uh, in regards and, to that. <laughs> and she looks up at Kanina. Yeah. And, like, you see her, like, like kind of n- not take a step back, but do that, like, little, little like, lean back as she notices that you're a, a tiefling and just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, Nina that's, will <laughs> that's unexpected. <laughs> Nina will put on her best charismatic smile and kind of step forward as she sees her step back. <laughs> Canonically. Uh-huh. Does Kanina have fangs at all? Yeah, she does. <laughs> Even <All right>. better. <laughs> I always draw her with a little fang. You can see it on the chibi. <laughs> and she smiles a lot. And big horns and giant eyes. The, the iron <laughs> grip of friendship approaches. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, she'll... I she'll... feel like with Kanina, it's less about the smile, too, and more about the eyes that are just so innocent. <laughs> the big old eyes. Big like the smile's <laughs> a little off-putting, but then in her eyes, it's just like, oh, you're you're one of the nice ones. Things can be cute. You've seen a kitten, right? <laughs> okay, but anyways, yeah, Kanina will put on her best smile, and she'll kind of step forward and be like, um, well, uh, again, I would like to apologize. Um, I truly did not mean to damage the cart. It was a life or death situation, and we did the best with what we had at the time, but, uh, I, I would like to say I did put in a letter to the guild to help compensate for the damages we incurred. I know that we've put a strain on your business by damaging your goods and, uh, with, of course, with our intention to not return the cart back to you as of yet, and especially since it is quite damaged. I just wanted to let you know um, I did put in a letter to our guild members to recompensate, or on compensate, rather, uh, for the damages incurred. So um, we should hear back for... After a few weeks, I'm guessing, it'll be traveled out. I just sent out the letter. I'm not quite sure when it'll be sent out, but I know it'll take a while to get to Port Norsal and then travel overseas to Riven, so. Tempest just scoffs. <laughs> More than she deserves with that attitude. And Poor customer service. <laughs> Kanina, like, like notices as as you first mentioned We've the guild. We've gone full As you first mentioned the guild, she kind of, like, perks up a little bit, and then you say compensation and she leans forward a little bit more mm-hmm. and you see just a little a little smile on her face mm-hmm. twinkle of gold yeah. Yeah. Nina's like leaning back and smiling more and Lydia <laughs> like getting closer and closer yeah. to each other kiss what was that we said about <laughs> things earlier yeah. as the conversation <laughs> kind of kind of went around uh, Ly- Lydia's looking at you and you you're explaining what you've already done and she turns to Malon and is just like you see she's uh, already got everything handled for you so why don't you finish your little paperwork thing and I can talk to them I need to have a bit of a conversation about Grimfang Grimfang, Grimfang. What? yes we're going to talk about it in a little bit oh all right uh well is there anything I need to look over while I'm here I'll well, be sure to we, give 
Sorry. No, I, I've already got the contract covered. Okay. Um, Do we need paperwork well, and wait. contract if there's a, a compensation? Well, it's still. I understand that she needs to. It's for uh, uh, record keeping, if nothing else. We're not making a payment. But uh, I did ask for confirmation from the tavern keeper across the way um, for when my letter gets delivered, and we should hopefully receive word back. And you can give him my name if you need to. I'm Kanina Kojin. Uh, so. Yeah. No, with a K. <laughs> Did Rem sign the papers? Well, if she hasn't changed the fact that he basically, you know, wrote that it was all null attacks, she's okay with it. You should also write at the bottom that we do not intend to return the cart at or the horses at this time. Well, that was that was at the beginning, but she was just yeah, it's she a list of damages them. of the carts. What it looked like when it arrived here. She had told them basically during the Underline conversation. It. <laughs> it was like explained that. That, okay, they are not returning the cart now. This is merely a record of the status of the cart and animals as they had arrived within the village. Do highlighters exist in this world? <laughs> <laughs> Highlighter with blood. <laughs> I, I mix some paint really thin. <laughs> Do you guys have mending? Um, I was going to say I did, but I got rid of it because I never used it. So I was re- severely regretting that when we turned in the card. I was like, if I would, I had that spell. How often can you change your spells? Is when it they level. When you yeah, level. Mm-hmm. When I'm not leveled. Right, you know, you're when both she goes, sorceresses now. Mm-hmm. When she goes a whole level without using it, she's like, well, why did I take this spell? Yep, because I, I didn't use it at all, and I never had seen a thing. And now you know. So, as Rem still had not signed off on this document yet, she turns it back around and directly looks at Kenyon like, will you sign this since he has... Make sure you read things before you sign them. ...neglected to do so at this point since you seem to be taking care of things. Uh, sure, I'll take a look at it and yeah, she'll read through. <laughs> she'll- <laughs> Rem is imparting knowledge. The only thing that has been changed is at the bottom where the asterisk is, tiefling set on fire. And Kenina will write a small sorry at the bottom. Just like, yes, I was on fire. And she's she's watching. It's just a defense. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Kenina will write like, sorry, didn't mean to. But yeah, and then she'll um she'll go ahead and sign off of it, seeing that everything's in order. And then she'll she'll reinstate the fact that I'll be sure to give you a copy of the uh, confirmation of the letter being delivered when I get confirmation. So confirmation of the confirmation to confirm the confirmation. <laughs> exactly, sir. It will be confirmed. The more paperwork, the better. <laughs> Do you concur? <laughs> yeah. Kenina signs it. Yes. Okay. Big old scrawly pinned, big font. Covered, like so big it covers some of the other stuff that's written on there. <laughs> yeah. You can't see it anymore. <laughs> and finally, after Kanina signs it, Malon herself signs it up at the top. Mm-hmm. It's not where you sign contracts. It's at the bottom in blood. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more room to sign the bottom because Rem has written half a paragraph and then Kanina took half the page to sign it. Yeah. I, just, I just imagine when Nina, when she goes to sign it, goes, oh yeah, hang on. Boing! <laughs> it's the tiefling Pokes way. Pokes a hole no. in, her, in her finger, she has to sign with blood. <laughs> this is how you do it, right? <laughs> okay, no. Okay, so Kenina will sign it, and she'll look at that, and she'll just be like, yeah, well, sorry again for the damages, and uh, we'll be sure to get in contact with you when we come back down the mountain. Jesus, woman, stop apologizing. We almost died. <laughs> we did, but uh, it's... What? Rims, now that that's taken care of, Rims actually turned, and he's staring at uh, uh, Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> Just kind of like, just like, like, you know, like that suspicious look. For the interim, 
while you guys are making your business within the village and as I understand it within the city proper we will watch and take care of your horses we will store the what's left of the cart and you guys can pick it up on your way out so if you do not wish to take the cart by the time you guys are gearing to leave please stop by and update the forms we will handle the return exchange then and so rim will kind of look over his shoulder and at this he'll be like and we will uh of course pay for the boarding of the horses while they're here upon leaving as you wish but he's gonna turn back to lydia he's still giving her that like suspicious stare she just starts creepy old man <laughs> well he's got a he's gonna like and after a minute or two he's gonna like grimfang sounds like an ominous knoll name and kind of like as rem is saying this lydia realizes that business is done things have been signed the travel company is not happy but is satisfied <laughs> for the moment screw and she just makes her way across the street back over to Liftrest. Nina's going to be kind of, not lecturing, but heartily advising Tempest on the way, the responsibilities adventurers have to pay for the damages they incur, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. We almost died. That is the responsibility of an adventure. Blah, 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 expedition. To almost die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nina's basically like, that's what I signed up for. What, what's your problem? You need to get your priorities straightened out. Well, I mean, you know, we don't have fun on But yeah, so. Rimmeline and close. She's young. But then he's still following Lydia and he's like, so, Grimfang. Yes, yes, Grimfang. We'll talk about him over some drinks. Have you been having null issues? She opens the door to lift rest. Oh, he's just pressing her the whole in. way. Like, oh, waves you guys. I mean, the, the, the whole 20 the way, feet. Yeah, the yeah. way is only like it's 100 not that, That's why so he can press her the whole way, like. Are we going back to the tavern? Yeah, she leads you right over to the tavern. <laughs> fireplace, fireplace, fireplace. <laughs> Pretty much. Hang on a second. Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> As you guys enter lift rest once again, First she, time. she goes over to one of the round tables, grabs the side, and pulls it over to the other round table. So just, <laughs> Nina, starts, uh, starts grabbing some chairs. Nina, as uh, we come back in, she'll just be like, hi again, <laughs> and waves to the bartender if he's there. <laughs> ah, so you came back for some drinks. Yeah, brought my the rest of my team with me. Tempest will buy her around. Grim will toss his, uh, his heavy pack down near the tables, but you hear like, thud, you know. He's got his lot of gear in there. And you is know, Tempest buying a drink for Lydia as well? Sure. Okay, so that'll be a gold piece. Okay. And um, um, Nina will kind of ma- be making friends with the tavern keeper while we're doing this. I'm like, well, sorry, I didn't catch your name earlier. I'm Kanina. And she'll kind of go, this is Rem. This is Ariel. This is Tempest. I'm sure you know Lydia already. So, and then <laughs> I didn't catch your name. And this is Lydia. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't know. I am Amalu. Well, nice to meet you. Do you mind if I light your fireplace over there? (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) She'll kind of start wandering a little bit toward that as she asks. Well, don't you think it's a little early? It's kind of nice out today. A little, it's already kind of toasty in here. Oh, you you think? And she'll kind of start leaning a little bit more towards it. (laughs) Flames already licking out of her fingertips. (laughs) While she's attempting this, uh, Ariel looks over at at, uh, Rem and goes... I could light it from here. I think she could too. 
I know, but she's walking over there. Wouldn't it be funny if I lit it before she got there? You're going to fire a fireball across a wooden building. <laughs> I was making a joke, Rem. Oh. Nina's going closer. It's not a good joke. She leans over, and um, she's kind of looking at the bar, like the bartender and seeing... He just shouts across, Well, if you must do it, I guess I'll open some windows. Okay! <laughs> Nina will bend over, and she'll touch one of the... You see him walk around from the bar. He opens the double doors wide open, puts door stops, and he goes around and pulls all the windows open. (laughs) And at this rim, we'll lean over towards Ariel and be like, now the funny joke would be to put the fire out now. I can't do that. (laughs) But yeah, so Nina will kind of of just crouch above the fire and just kind of look into it and just be very happy, content, looking into the flames. See, that's why prestidigitation is so much fun. Tempest goes over to buy drinks from the bartender. Mm-hmm. So you're buying one for the whole round. Mm-hmm. Does the round include me? I'm just kidding. I can't drink on the job anyways. <laughs> you have a strange sense of humor. Isn't that just normal bar humor to, you know, try and get free drinks that I can't actually drink? Yeah, but last time we were in here, you joked about us almost dying. It was only like 10 minutes ago. He's been you can't have already forgotten. Tempest doesn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> Tempest yeah, is not in a good mood. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so you wanted to buy five uh, five flagons of ale? I feel like Tempest is a female ram. She's always grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> they are like the only two that have made that connection together. Tempest hasn't really connected they with anyone else. They have something in common. Ram hasn't really connected <laughs> with anybody else. We shared a flask. Nina has tried, but none, none of the other things is approaches. Nina, Nina's not uh, Tempest's cup of tea when it comes to opening up. <laughs> <laughs> he starts filling up uh, flagons, set, setting them on the on the bar for you. That'll be uh, that'll be a gold for all five of them. Mm. She throws a gold down, grabs them all with one hand, because she's wow. talented. A German barmaid? <laughs> but how? <laughs> I think she's thinking of handles. Physically, yeah. how? Handles? They have handles. It works. Okay. okay. Roll a dex, uh, athletics? Goodbye, drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Ooh, ah! Ah! 20. A crit. Nah, crit one? Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 22 total, but I, I critical success. Yeah, you managed to not drop or spill anything. She's used to walking on ships, so <laughs> holding liquid sol- solid is pretty good. It's the control water again. <laughs> Starts setting them all, all down. Lydia just goes, well, have a seat, have a seat. Rimmel said. She's, she's already, like, sitting. The first, the first flag in to hit the table, she grabs. And she... <laughs> Rim will grab another one. He'll nice, pull it over nice to him, but drink. he won't drink at all. Just, like, Nina, will, Nina will tear herself from staring into the lovely flames and go sit at the table and <laughs> grab the drink. Nina! I'm coming. It was talking to me. <laughs> Not Ariel one. sitting down. Trial of fire. <laughs> Not yes, now. <laughs> but yeah, Nina will go sit at the table as well. So... Seems like you guys have encountered some of Grimfang's uh, people. If Who? Grimfang has a knoll, I would say yes. Yes, Grimfang is a knoll. They weren't people. That's uh, I hesitated because you know they're people, but they're not people. They're, they're not these people. people. So they're like a, they were an attack party. 
Have you been uh, having a lot of knowing on, Knowing how he operates, it was probably more of a scouting party. Hmm. When we first ran into them, it looked like there was some sort of scuffle between them and another group. Uh, I wouldn't really know anything about something like that. I just know that Grimfang is a knoll somewhere in these parts. He, uh, from what we can tell, he lives in the woods. We're not sure where, and he's not always super aggressive, but occasionally, you know, every month or so, a cart will go missing, or someone will stumble into the village or over in Port Norsal, battered and beaten, saying that they've been attacked by a bunch of gnolls. Oh, that was us this time. Yeah, well, they ended up battered and beaten. Yeah, it's a good thing it was us and not someone who would have been more susceptible to their attack. I wonder if they get shit for their carts being beaten up. I'm sure that they deal with some of the same bullshit that you guys had to deal with. It sounds like you guys need to put in some sort of road patrol, some security. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, you've you've seen the village. We're not the big people. Well, no, but you could also talk to the port town. I'm sure they have people rolling through all the time that might be looking for work. Possibly, but then we'd have to find a way to pay them. And honestly, as long as the the family's stuff is making it through okay and they can afford to pay for patrols, then they don't really make it a problem. That's why no one's gone and tried to seek out and kill Grimfang for themselves. Doesn't the uh, the people up on the mountain have to do exports and such? Don't Won't, won't their business be affected if they don't get regular business through because of null attacks? You see that building across the way? Yeah. Yeah. They're covered. Uh. For now. Yeah, that seems... The Blackguard is very, very good at what they do. It only takes one mistake. And Knowles, if this is something they're repeating, for all we know, they're learning weaknesses. Yeah, I'm surprised they actually haven't just sent out an attack party to just get rid of the problem. Well, that's the thing. We don't know where they are. We don't know how big they are. We just know that even though sometimes people kill one or two of them, they're still there. They're still attacking. Need to take out the source. We need take to. Out, we need to know where it is. Take out Grimfang himself. Well, as I was stating to uh, Marion. <laughs> Malin. Oh, Malin. 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 Yes. The, as I was stating to Malin, then you could get in contact with the guild. I'm sure they could send you some skilled woodsmen that could track them through the forest. Some skilled are, fighters to help clear it out. Are you not members of this guild? Oh, we are, but we happen to have some business up in Sterengeld we have to take care of before anything. I see, but you're already here. Well, they're, yes. Well, and three you've of already us are. managed to kill quite a few of them, it sounds like. Well, yes, but as you stated, we only ran into a scouting party. Scouting parties tend to be small skirmishing parties, not anything major. Do you have any idea of where he actually is? Uh, it seems to be somewhere around halfway between here and Port Norsal, somewhere in the woods there. Uh, does, would that make sense for about where you guys were attacked? Yeah. Because it seems like, for the most part, the people that are attacked, it happens about halfway through their journey. You're about from, halfway through our first day of travel. From what we can tell, it's probably in that area because it makes them so far away from town that they can't run back to try and get help. Well, when we uh, when we were attacked, I we found a skirmished area, but I, I couldn't see any tracks. Is it possible that... It was just the gnolls fighting amongst themselves. Like I said, we, we were too far away to see what the skirmish was. Well, Possible. I haven't gotten have a report of anyone going missing. So it could have been goblins or kobolds they were fighting with over territory as well. I don't know. 
We did have some issues with goblins and kobolds back in Riven. Nah, but Riven is quite a ways away, but uh, it could explain possibly Grimfang's own higher aggression against people. Have you noticed any effigies? Effigies? Uh, any symbols burned, scarred on bodies? He's going to pull out like another pen or whatever and start to draw the, the symbol of Doitan that they've been finding. Anything no, that looks like this. Not anything we recognize. All right. It's good to know it hasn't spread. What's the importance of the symbol? Uh, that was something that managed to combine a group of goblins and kobolds into a like-minded group. We had to clear out their cave, cost a few lives. Yeah, they were part of a uh, cult that worshipped a dragon. Did you happen to have any lore of dragons in this area by chance? Dragons? You mean the the myth of fairy tale? Yeah, yeah essentially. Flying lizard. Yeah, it seems to be popping up more and more lately in our searches. So. I see. No, we haven't had anything of dragons in the area. From everything we know, they exist merely in legend and possibly never even existed on their own. It doesn't Though, stop somebody from worshiping it. What what you have said is quite interesting because from what we can tell. I mean, people have killed these gnolls, and these gnolls come out in bands bigger than what we normally would know of a gnoll. Normally, they don't band together in the way that it seems like Grimfang has managed to do with his uh, people. Hmm. Have Have you here ever seen Grimfang? Or would we know what to look for if we were to see him on the road, or we were eventually to hunt him down? What would we be looking for? What we've heard of Grimfang is second and third hand accounts that may have been exaggerated. Rumors of a giant hulking knoll standing 10 to 20 feet tall. Hmm. We did run into a very large kobold. She suplexed it off a cliff. Nina will flex. <laughs> so you guys are as strong as it seems like you are. Well. As I've said, we lost a few people, and there was a much larger group of us that did this. Perhaps I should speak with your uh, black guard, was it? Yes, the black guard. Mm, who would be in charge over there? So I'm just going to interject here that when you say that she... Suplexed it? Yeah. Tempest kind of perks up, but it's just like, hmm? Because <laughs> she doesn't know this story. Mm-hmm. That's true. She can ask. I'm sure Nina would love to tell her that. Oh, yeah. She, she, she's making <laughs> the face. Me. She's making the face that Caitlin sometimes makes. And Nina will do the face that Chantel sometimes makes and does the, like, the eyebrow wiggle and flexes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you waggle your eyebrows and flex all the time. I don't I don't flex all the time, but I do do the eyes Yeah, thing. she does do, do, do. waggle her eyebrows a lot. I can't do it as fast as she does either. It's crazy. Ulian Blackguard. He's the one that leads the Blackguard. Lodian? Ulian. 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 So yeah, he'll basically, Rim will say like, yes, I'm, uh, I'll probably have to talk to this Ulam. Ulian. Ulian. Sorry, I put an M at the end. <laughs> Ulian. I kind of like that, that Rem. That Rem just comes up with his own name yeah. for everyone. <laughs> Ma- and they're, Madeline. They're Madeline. Almost, Madeline. They're Rem almost is... right, but you're not even like questioning it. You just get it wrong every time. But, <laughs> but see, that's the thing is that's not Rem's problem. <laughs> Rem doesn't care. <laughs> Uh, why do you need to talk to the Blackguard? I'm sure they have some of their own uh, intel about this knoll. Things they've gathered information. If they're, if they're a guard worth their merit, then they've possibly already even found or narrowed down the area in which he might be located. 
I just told you about halfway between us and Port Norsal. A day's a day travel a half halfway is, is a lot of country to cover. It is. So I was going to talk to him, and also there might be the... Uh, They're in the woods. It, it narrows down at least one direction. You don't travel much, do you? <laughs> What's your point? So I was thinking I could also talk to him, possibly picking up a few of his black guards to go with us. I see. That might uh As I said, the three of us did an adventure, you, but... Our, uh, our blue friend here is still rather new at adventuring. Has, hasn't truly been tested, though she did extremely well against the gnolls. Yeah, you know, uh, we don't see your kind this far inland that much. She kind of turns to Tempest. Unfortunately, it sounds like you don't have much time to talk, but I'd love to have a nice conversation with you later. As she finishes her drink, sets it down, and belches directly into her face. Hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> Ariel hasn't even touched her drink. She's, well, she might have played with just, it. There's, there's a... There's a fly in my dream. <laughs> no, Maybe she doesn't really drink alcohol. I think, like, with Tempest finishing hers, Lydia takes it as a cue that, oh, I can I can finish it now. Because dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> Rim's been sipping his, but he hasn't, like, been drinking it. Yeah, Nina's also kind of slowly sipping. So. Clearing the road dust from his mouth. Y'all are so boring. It's a darker, uh, like, kind. Of, it's pretty strong ale Porter. that you guys are drinking. Nina remembers her last hangover. <laughs> Ariel Rim is was... a seasoned drunk. <laughs> Ariel was a cleric and didn't... Was. Yeah, but she doesn't... She's not drank. She's not had anything. Tempest doesn't know this. She's like, drink, drink. <laughs> drink. She's already I bought this in. for you. I bought this for you. It's rude if you don't drink it. It's rude. Yep, I don't want to be rude. I've just never had one before, and it tends... It made her go crazy. You weren't... I don't know if you were there. Because um, Nixie no, and I we went, went to drink. we went back to the... Oh, you, right. We weren't very close friends back then. I was a fan of Nixie, and we got drunk together. Really drunk. <laughs> I didn't do well. Well, but yeah. was that when the fat Rim will look at her as still made like, people yeah, in, the, in the bar. Rim will look at her as she's, like, pondering over her drink, and he'll just be like, just sip it, sip it. It's fine. Just a little sip. Drink! Ariel, take a sip. Chop, chop, chop. This is nasty! <laughs> it grows on you, like a fungus. You know, if you don't want to drink it, I'll take it off your hands. She's gonna look over to Tempest. Tempest is just uh, She's staring just, like, reaching across the table at you. Uh, Nina will be like... You feel her hand, like, brush up against yours and she's be reaching like, for the No, mug. it's my gross beer. <laughs> she's she's pulling... <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pulling it away from her because she hasn't gotten, like, the okay from Tempest well, yet. Well, Nina will be like, Ariel, it's, it's a tradition among companions to enjoy a drink together. Even if you don't like it, it's best to just choke it down. <laughs> choke it down. <laughs> I mean, enjoy it delightfully. Is that how you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know these things, but I'll trust you on that. <laughs> this isn't gonna corrupt me, right? What do you mean by corrupt? Don't don't drink it very quickly, and uh, yes. don't drink more than one. I'll be fine with just the one. <laughs> I didn't take it today, but I could have purified the drink. <laughs> <laughs> so Ariel will choose to like, keep her beer and sip on it, but like every time she takes a sip, she gets like this like expression on her face <laughs> like what am i doing this Stop is not drink my In gross beer involuntary <laughs> yeah mm. yeah that's what happens like when she's I drink trying beer. to be Bitter polite since ariel like pulled her drink back and keep sipping it lydia 
leans back again. So what can I uh, do for you while you're still in the village then? It sounds like you need to be making your way up into the mountain and she she kind of stops and thinks time for a little bit. It, it'll be about another 30 minutes and then the lift will be down. I don't know why the gang needs to go into the mountain anyway, but I think we should go after this Grimfang figure. What's Rem want? Would Rem think this town's big enough that, like, shopping for anything would be make it worth it, or would it be something more like we would want to do up in the mountain? Rem, like, the village is, like, just from what you know about the village, there are craftsmen here that can serve the needs of the village. Because there is a varied amount of craftsmen here, it's possible that you will be able to find things but you do know that Sterengeld is known for its master craftsmen but there's no like like from what i've seen around this town it doesn't look like this would be like the place that we would stop to like you know possibly gear up with better stuff than we have not really okay so yeah he'll just be like no nah, i just i just need to talk to ulian and he'll start to stand leaving a half full beer within reaching distance of Okay, and what about the rest of you? Uh, well, I got my message sent out. Um... As Rim stands and grabs off. Maybe get us some rooms. Okie doke. <laughs> Wait, are you staying down here? I thought we were going up. Are we going well, on the lift? I didn't know if we would be allowed to stay in there over I've the already area. got the lift on its way down for you. Isn't it like a city? Yeah, and didn't you tell us it's like a full day's journey on just the lifts to get to the top? It's quite a few hours. So, I mean... It's only like midday. It's already on its way down. It'll be night by the time it gets up there. I'm just, I know, I'm just saying, out out of character, Rim is basically thinking if it's several hours up the side of the mountain, we would get there at night and everything would be like closing. So, I mean, that's how inns and taverns work, though. Well, I know, but that's why I was saying maybe get us some rooms here and we could take off either in the morning or. But they already called the lift. I feel like this conversation's happening in character, so move to in (laughs) character, guys. Okay, um, well. Um, yeah, can you just be like, um, I don't think we should necessarily stay here anymore. I finished my business. It looks like everyone else doesn't have anything else to do while we're here. So I think we'll just continue onwards. All right. And, uh, do you have any tips for us, Lydia, as we're going up there? Anything we might need to know or things we should look out for? They're very proud up in the mountain. They're very skilled at what they do. Be respectful. You should have no problem with that. And mind your manners. Okay. Rim's already backing out the door. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no matters whatsoever. No. <laughs> yeah. He excused himself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm just saying, clear example of prime manners walking and, out the door. And left her beer. <laughs> but anyways, so. Like, and she reaches for it and finishes it with, like, with the conviction. Like, she reaches for it just like it was hers. Yeah. <laughs> Rim left it in a place that it looked like it was hers. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing. And then, uh, yeah, Nina, I guess we'll ask, well... Well, uh, what would you say is a good inner tavern up there for us to stay in? Is there just one, or is there several to choose from? There's several to choose from, but your best bet will probably be right inside. It's called uh, Lift's End. Very literal, huh? The is down here, and the end is up there. (laughs) Yes, this is the place to rest while you wait, and that's the place to rest when you end. (laughs) It's a sister tavern to this one. It's a little more fair-priced than what you'll be getting in the inner part of the city. Oh, good to know. Though you might want to move further in after you rest after the day. Oh, why's that? It's a status thing. Huh. You know, it goes along kind of with the whole respect and proud. Hmm. So are you implying that it'll look better for us if we decide to go in 
further and pay more money to stay in better inns? It's will to them. Huh. Okay, we'll keep that in mind then. They know that the, the lift's end is just there as somewhere to stop when you've been on a long journey and you just need to take a night to recuperate. But those that choose to, to stay there, I mean, it's it's not bad. It's no worse than this place here. But those that choose to stay there, it's kind of seen as them being cheap. Hmm. I suppose I understand that. So if we were to, like you said, there's several inns up there. And if we were to move further in the city is... Uh, I know every uh, city place tends to have its better locations and its not so uh, reputable locations. Is there any places that we should look out for as to not staying? Uh, to not stay in? Uh, just, you know, stay in the upper levels and anything will be fine. If you'd like a recommendation, well, what kind of uh, thing are you up there for? Uh, we're there to get some information. Um, as As you've kind of heard, we're looking into... More details about the Noel, um, not the Noel, but the uh, recent attacks on our city, and we were looking into some artifacts, especially that we were able to get from our adventure back toward Riven. So we kind of heard that the craftsmen would be closer to this area. So anywhere near craftsmen that we could probably speak to would be good. Well, is it's like what what type of people are you looking to interact with? Are you looking for some? To, to talk to the people of status, to the armorsmiths, the weaponsmiths, the jewelers. Uh, probably the jewelers. The jewelers? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to give you a recommendation, find one that's called Locket and Key. Mm. Yeah, the Locket and Key is, uh, it's right in the middle of one of the main jeweling districts. There's a guild of jewelers right there as well as a couple master jewelsmiths oh wow a that's gem cutter right right within five five minutes walk hmm, that sounds fascinating and uh i suppose would there be any like particularly any uh what's the word i suppose jewelry crafting smiths as well in that area like specifically uh stone no well stone is one with onyx yes yes onyx <laughs> I, I don't know too many of them by name. I hmm. just, I, I can't really afford to be shopping up there too much. I see. Like I said, a proud people, they don't really make a discount for a fellow dwarf. Hmm. Well, uh, the information you've given us is very valuable. Thank you. And I, I don't remember if I'm missing any information. Yeah. <laughs> Rim's not there. So. I know you're not there. <laughs> He's just whistling his well, way across the street. Yeah. I'll give you a minute to think. Why don't we? Why don't we uh, pan over to Rem, who is like across the street. Mm -hmm. As Rem walks in to talk to Ulian. I mean, he'll walk up to the what you said was like a waist-high wall. Uh, there. You can see up in the in the top where that angled part is. There's a door right there. Okay, so he'll walk around to that side. And he'll. I mean, like, is there any signage over the door or anything? Blackguard. Blackguard, like it's like it's like a dark, like wrought iron. So he'll uh, attempt to open the door, you know, not like hard or anything, but just like see if they lock it and he has to like knock for entrance or if it's like an open reception area. Yeah, it's locked. Okay, so he'll knock. Give a rap on the door. <laughs> yes, I'm looking to speak with Ulian. You're speaking. 
Are you Ulian? You're speaking to him. All right, Ulian. My name is Rem Kilpatrick. I uh, recently arrived here from uh, Port Nassau. Do we have to speak through this slit in the door? No, you said speaking, so I figured I'd speak. Yeah, I know you're looking for me now. Step back. The door swings out. Yeah. The door swings out and he's standing there. Come on in. Follow him inside. Shuts the door behind you, lays the bar back across. I'll look around the room real quick while he's shutting the door. There's a couple desks all made out of a uh, like a darker gray stone. Um, you see a door that is along the same side of the building as the wall is. Just a plain wood door. Okay. He's the only one that's in there right now. And he's a dwarf. Yep. Right. He's a dwarf. He is currently wearing a, like, you're not sure what material it is. You're not sure if it's actually the color of the material. But he is wearing a set of dark plate mail, like, coal black, pretty much. Being that I was military, do I see any kind of, like, military insignia on him at all? Or is he... Uh, You would just see a, a logo that you could make out as being the Black Watch. It's a... Like, hammer with a B and a W on it. Okay. And it obviously looks like good quality armor. Uh, yes. Like, probably better than anything issued in your military days. Okay, so uh, I'll wait until he's finished barring the door. And- one, one interesting thing that you would notice about this armor, though, is while it is extremely beautiful and well put together, it doesn't have any sort of polish. It's almost like, like it's got a very matte finish so to like it. Just utilitarian armor. It's not not dress armor. Yeah, but you like, you know that for, like one of the the status symbols is always a like high polish to the armor, <laughs> and it's almost like they have gone out of their way to treat this armor in a way that it doesn't give a reflection. It doesn't shine off light at all. Okay. Like there's there's a torch in there, and it's not reflecting it. There's just kind of a dull spot. From the torchlight. It's made from that new black. <gasps> yeah, it's it's Vanda black armor. <laughs> he looks like a hole walking around. Such high tech. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically he'll wait until he's locked the door and turned back towards him. Again, he'll be like, again, as, as I said before, my name is Rem Kilpatrick. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. Uh, I'm uh, Ulian, Ulian Blackguard, leader very, of the Blackguard. Very nice to meet you, sir. Uh, we were traveling up here. We had some business up in Sterengel, but upon... Along the way, we were attacked by a group of gnolls. Ah, Grimfang, yes. Well, I don't know if, from what we've heard, if it was specifically Grimfang himself or just some of oh, his Oh, it's, it's never Grimfang himself. He's just the leader of the gnolls. Your, uh, your town leader here, Lydia, stated that there's the possibility you, you might be, uh, as, a, as a group, you were usually hired out by the town of Sterengel to, to protect their wares and travel. Well, it's less hired out by them and more that we just serve Sterengeld. We are the guard of Sterengeld. The Black Guard is the most elite guard in the area. Sounds good. Would it not be more beneficial to actually hunt these gnolls, this Grimfang, down and just eradicate the problem? Unfortunately, doing that could mean a drastic impact to our own numbers. You fear him that much? We do not know how fortified he is. Do you we not do have our scouts? best to kill. No, we do not. So we would you are be more interested of in some a... scouting information. If you have any information regarding the whereabouts of Grimfang, then that would be something that we are highly interested in. It's the possibility we could at least do that for you. I'm not sure 
I mean, Lydia I personally she... will secure you guys 500 golds payment if you can find the location of his camp. It may not be permanent, the camp that is. It would give us somewhere to start. All right, so. And if you could bring back any information regarding the size of his force. One of the most difficult things that we have been running into with this problem is that we do not know how many of them there are. We deal with a couple that leave the forest, but as it is a large forest and we do not know exactly where they are coming from, we cannot risk sending a force in to get lost and slaughtered. Do you have any information of a possible location, someplace to start? About a day and a half's right away. All right. Well, allow me to speak with my party. I do have a uh, trained ranger. Maybe she can track for <laughs> Trained. <you>. And a <laughs> couple of uh, strong magic users that could help as well. Uh, we'll either return with information or... Uh, or you'll be dead, I know. Yeah, so... Um, as far as clearing this problem out, I'm not sure we, as a, such a small band, could help, but um, your force might be able to. And as I've stated to a couple of people in town now, we do represent a small portion of an adventuring guild that you could possibly contact for extra help. I see, and this guild has trained you well? Well, I have training before, but they do have very well-trained members. I see. Also, uh, not sure you're involved with this, but we did run into problems down near Riven with gnolls and goblins that seem to be uh, in the tunnels. Oh, you had a knoll problem down south too? Sorry, not gnolls. Goblins and kobolds. Oh. Yeah, that we haven't had any sort of kobold problem. Uh, occasionally there's some goblin raids, but the goblins are a lot more nomadic. Yes, they I, they we, don't live in the forest. They sometimes come from up north. They well, we ran into, into a few that had uh, had some... Dwarven artifacts on them. Dwarven artifacts, you say? Yes, so we thought there's the possibility they may have ventured through your extensive tunnels. I see. If you have come into any information regarding some lost dwarven artifacts, I strongly suggest you make some sort of art audience with Elmgard. Elmgard, thank you. I will uh, definitely... That was one of the... Things we had intended to do up in Sterngeld. Literally the whole reason you're here. Yes. Elngard? Mm -hmm. Elngard. Elngard Starin of Iron. That is what we intended to do. We, were, we did not have a name of someone to speak to, so I appreciate sharing that with me. I will well, also he is the king of Sterngeld. What does... Gaining an audience with him may be a little bit more difficult than... I'm sure once you let him know that you have come across some dwarven artifacts you will very easily get his ear. All right. Well, I will also speak with my party about possibly getting you some scouting information. I'd like to see that. Very and well. remember, if you can give us reliable information as to the whereabouts of Grimfang and anything regarding his camp, 500 gold is in it for your party. Well, thank you. I will pass that information on as well. No, I will. But so, Rimmel, after that, he'll, you know... Pleasantries to before making his excuse to, to walk out, obviously, bar door. Mm -hmm. But then he'll head back towards the, the tavern and either, and he'll share the information that. Well, you know. as, like, after you guys, is, after you guys had all finished your conversation with Lydia, would you be heading out of Liftress? Yeah. We'll run into him halfway. So, yeah, you guys kind of meet in that middle area. Lydia's kind of leading the way down. You, you can see that the lift is. Like, 
a few hundred feet away from the ground. It would be coming down shortly, within a few minutes. Okay, so I'll meet the group and then probably just turn towards the uh, the lift bottom. And then I won't say anything while Lydia's standing there. Mm -hmm. um, but after she leaves, I would share the information that I, I gained. Okay, well, you'll have plenty of time as you guys are riding the lifts to talk privately. But as you guys make your way south, there is a large walled enclosure, which the lift lowers itself into. Go ahead and everyone roll a perception check. What you are standing in front of right now is a very large iron grate. And they are pulling it open to the inside as the lift kind of touches down onto the floor or onto the ground in front of you inside this enclosure. Rem? 19. Ariel? 20. Kanina? 17. Tempest? 9. 9! <laughs> Ariel, you just noticed some interesting patterns within the stonework of the two pillars in front of you. They're two pillars that are about 20 feet in diameter, and you're noticing a kind of break within the pattern. Okay. The patterns, does it look like it could be... Like, let's say, you know, you've got a, a layered brick pattern where they, they're staggered amongst each other. You just happen to pick out as you're walking by that there is an area within these, a pretty large area that... The bricks, though they're staggered, have a straight cut through them. Like there's a door or something there? Something. Secret doorway. I want to check it out. All right, so you walk over to the pillar. Yeah. I, I wouldn't get too close to that if I were you. What is that? That is the last line of defense for Sterengeld. Well, oh. on this side of the mountain. Is it like a portcullis? I'll not get too close to that. And I go back over to my party. <laughs> no, these are like inside the pillars. Oh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't want you to accidentally set it off now, would I? Can I cast detect magic on it? Sure. I'll have to look up something real quick. We all explode and die. I know. <laughs> <laughs> detect magic's a passive spell. I it's know. still obvious. Well, yeah, no, I did. I'm not hiding it. I'm like, it's visual and semantic, or vocal and semantic. S semantic. So you cast detect magic. You do detect magic within these pillars. Why would is how thick is the pillar? How thick can it penetrate through stone? A foot. Within simply the cracks, basically what is lighting up for you is like the crack that goes around that she was able to see. You 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 get kind of a, a magic aura does seeping it, out of does it. Does it look like anything? Like is it just straight lines or is there like a like a written or a pattern or anything? Like this would be straight lines outlining a door that seems like it would be about ten to fifteen feet tall and about ten feet wide. Okay. And what kind what school of magic is it? Um I think for this it would be abjuration. Okay. So he'll he'll just kind of look at it and look at it and be like impressive, and then he'll let them his spell fade. And you know, Lydia would hear you casting a spell. What is it you're after? Oh, I was just looking at the magical defense you had here. It's very impressive. Oh yes. Wanted to make sure it wasn't something to completely worry about. You know, like no, an the golems haven't had to wake up for many many decades. Oh, the golems, even better. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Hopefully they can remain sleeping. Golems, that's so cool. I've only read about them. She just kind of says it very matter-of-factly. I would imagine that, you know, stone workers would have golems. But yeah, so... Actually, there, since it has been directly set out in the open, golems are something that none of you guys have heard being used. Like, it's one of those things that, like Ariel said... Yeah, I've only read I've, it. I've read about them. I've never actually seen anywhere that has a golem that is working. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, Rim... I mean, Rim has military and he also knew dwarvish has probably heard of them yes that's right. so everyone that's he's like, heard of them. okay i'm not gonna mess with that because every time you hear of them it's either you know this hulking giant mass of stone that kills everything in its path or a guardian to ariel i think it would be more like same reference as dragons i've read about them like to her it's like myth <laughs> i'm guessing kanina probably heard of them like only briefly through like an old story her grandpa used to tell her and just like you know Super bodyguards, yeah, super these deadly. These big hulking <laughs> masses of stone, metal, and clay that just mindlessly defend and attack. With the word life written on their forehead. And then when you erase the party, it becomes dead. The lift touches the ground. The party is able to step up onto the lift. And from up on top of the pillars, you guys hear a drum beat kind of it it starts with like a roll and then it hits a rhythm and in time with the rhythm you guys feel the lift just click 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 and probably rising a a foot at a time just one for the rhythm one for the rhyme and that is where we will end the episode We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you are liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash adventuresinarelia, where for only $1 a month you'll gain access to all of our bonus content. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there is a link to our Discord in the show notes, or you can email us at feedback at Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who provide the music for us to use in the show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com forward slash music.